stop what you're doing, grab your headphones. It's time for Moody Sports. I'm Dan. This is Zach. And we got our buddy Paul here. He's going to hop in on a segment later. But first, we're going to start out with our top five QBs in the NFL, with the NFL starting up this coming Thursday. Pretty excited about it. Yeah, me too. Um, top five quarterbacks, that's a pretty big deal. So we're only doing one position this week, and we're doing five of them. So there's a little bit of difference between me and Dan, possibly. Um, you want to go first, Dan? Sure, I'll go first. Uh, as far as my top five, I'm going to start at the bottom, so we'll go five to one. At number five, I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers. As far as uh, Aaron Rodgers, I think he does have a good chance of coming in this year uh, with the new head coach, and I think they can do a lot potentially. So I think he could work his way up to a possible top three, but for now top five. Number four guy coming in, I really like Deshaun Watson. I think their offense is the Texans' offense is going to be really high firing. They did a lot of uh, trades here this uh, weekend. Picked up Carlos Hyde, got Laramie Tunsil in a trade. Um, so they're going to be looking uh, shirt up the running back situation there after losing Lamar Miller. Number three got Drew Brees. I think Drew Brees is always consistent quarterback. Uh, definitely has the weapons this year. And I think he's just, we always talk about Tom Brady being really great at his age, but I think Tom uh, Drew Brees is doing it himself right there, uh, about the same age as Tom Brady. Number two, Pat Mahomes. I think he, a lot of people are probably going to think it's pretty high, but I do feel like Pat Mahomes is, I think he is just as good as advertised. He's the reigning MVP. He's the reigning MVP. They got, they may have lost a couple players, but they got picked up more players. Tyreek Hill's still there. Tyreek Hill's still there. And also they just picked up LaShawn McCoy, who can catch the ball out of the backfield just to give him more more passing yards. So I'm really interested to see Pat Mahomes this year, but I think he continues on with the MVP season he had last year. But he still obviously is going to be under the number one quarterback on my list. Goat. And it's going to be the GOAT, obviously, Tom Brady, until the man's dethroned. And he's not doing it year to year. I, he's going to be number one. I don't think there's a lot to be said about it. Um, consistency, always winning Super Bowls. So uh, with that being said, let's see what Zach got says for as far as his. All right, so we got some different quarterbacks here. Okay. You're a little high on Deshaun Watson. I I think he's great, but um, we'll see how that offensive line does. Houston just made crazy deals on Saturday. Two different trades. Got rid of Clowney and also brought in Laramie Tunzel and Kenny Steeles from Miami. So we'll see how those pay off. My number five, I'm going to go with uh, Russell Wilson at uh, Seattle. He's the only reason Seattle's been relevant since the whole Legion of Boom is gone. They just traded for Clowney, so we'll see how he performs now. Like in the spotlight, he's probably going to get paid by Seattle. He can't get paid for another year, though. They just paid Bobby Wagner, but I think Bobby Wagner's going to. That's a two-piece the right there. That's a big. That's a big combo. I think those two together. But Russell Wilson, he's kept the offensive alive, like offensive side of the ball alive for years now. Always. My number four, I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers. I'm low on Aaron Rodgers, too, but he needs to prove himself. He's, He's still discount double-check. He's great. Best but arm talent maybe ever, Aaron Rodgers. They've been struggling in Green Bay lately. But you got the new coach, Matt LaFleur, so hopefully they the media is overhyping. They're not getting along yeah. that we've been hearing. Number three, Pat Mahomes. I'm down with okay. the MVP. I'll give that right there. 
I got a surprise one for number two. Let's see what you got. I want Philip Rivers to finally okay. prove it to me. He has the, all the stats, but he's never pulled it off. So I want AFC, Philip Rivers. Lead the Chargers, throw it to Mike Williams, get over to Hump, and beat the number one quarterback, which is Brady. So there's my top five. I appreciate Philip Rivers, but I think the Drew Brees is Philip Rivers, but is the more winning quarterback. I just think after like week ten, week twelve last year, like Drew Brees, his arm was fading quickly. So they got to take the load off of him, but it's going to be tough without Melvin Gordon there now. So, um, Mark Ingram, Mark Ingram is in Baltimore. Yeah, I'm saying he left the Saints as well. Oh, oh, you're talking about. You're talking about the Chargers, my bad. They did say he's up for trade now, So, but nobody's showing interest yet. Who's going to trade for a running back that wants to make like $12 million, $14 million a year? That's true. And he's already got miles. So That's true. We'll We'll see see if he can get a paycheck there. Um, So that's the top five QB match uh, rankings for us. Uh, Got a good good NFL slate this year. Uh, This this week is going to be really exciting. Thursday night games. Uh, Football is back. Football is back. Fantasy is back. I have a draft today at five. Many drafts happening. Uh, So with that being said, we're going to work over into the college football now. Uh, Week one about to be in the books. Two more games to be played this week. Uh, Actually, this weekend we got Oklahoma versus Houston and then Notre Dame playing Louisville on the holiday Labor Day. Uh, But we also have our buddy Paul in today. South Carolina fan, uh, but also college football fan, loves every bit of college football uh, just like us. So we're gonna he's gonna participate in with us today on the review college football week one. All right, so let's get started with the big dogs. Clemson and Bama both took care of business. I went to the Clemson Georgia Tech game. Uh, Trevor Lawrence underperformed a little bit. Wasn't as accurate as you want him to, wanted him to be. Throw a pick. A little rusty. It was a pretty bad pick. The defender jumped the route early. Uh, you like telegraph the screen, but it's all right. They obviously took care of business. I did love one thing about Trevor Lawrence. I did not know he was that fast. That boy is like, it's crazy. He's like six. He was running four, the ball a lot. But he's I like noticed. speedy. He's quick too. He's he's fast and he's quick. Like to get out of the pocket and start scrambling. I didn't expect that. And he ran the ball better to me than he passed it. And then absolutely, obviously there were some big plays in the passing game. Well, I think Travis Etienne, the two hundred and five yards, three touchdowns. Yeah, that was crazy. The ninety yard run ridiculous. Helped. Yeah, the ninety yard run helped, but that there was, was he, a monster he was block. Played great. He played fantastic. So yeah. they do have the running game. I think Clemson wants a Heisman winner, and it might have to be ETN, not Trevor Lawrence. So the Heisman is a quarterback award, though. I know, I know, it's terrible. But all right, we'll move on t- to Bama. They took care of business easily against Duke. Duke lost Daniel Jones to the Giants like early in the first round of the draft last year. So I expected to drop off. And, you know, Duke's no chance for no, Alabama, yeah. right? They struggled in the first quarter, picked it up in the second quarter when they had the their couple suspensions. So Najee Harris came back in into the second quarter. You started seeing the running game picking up. And obviously the defense was fantastic, as always. Even no, with didn't give up. Yeah, didn't give up a touchdown. Even with Dylan Moses being out, still was able to continue the excellence at linebacker play and secondary looking really good, too. Right. Um, Paul, do you notice anything really in the game? 
in terms of the Bama Duke game, um, I didn't really catch a whole lot of it. Just I just saw really the first quarter or so when That's Duke true. was at least giving them a game. Like, yep, the Bama wasn't playing well, but it, and everyone was, knew what was going to happen. But it was surprising at least to see yeah, some hope. That it was somewhat close. Yeah, exactly. how to a look in your opinion? Uh, I mean. About where he was last year, I mean, I mean, it was really just the receivers that did the work. Jerry Judy like looked game. really good. Yeah, Jerry Judy's definitely they're, best in the conference, if not. They're saying nation. Jerry Judy's one of the best Alabama receivers ever. I'm like, better than Amari Cooper. That's yeah. a little soon. Julio Jones. Julio Jones. So, moving from Clemson, we'll go to the ends across the border battle. We'll go to USC. North Carolina versus South Carolina. Two former Texas <laughs> coaches. We got Muschamp and we got Mac Brown. Mac in North Brown's Carolina. first game back into the college football. So Which no way? hate for the Gamecocks. Clemson has won a couple natties, but I really want to see him do well. I want to see North Carolina do well because it's just better for the ACC. But two and nine last year, North Carolina. Let's see if Mac Brown can turn it around. The game. Spectacular catch at the end. North Carolina came back and beat South Carolina. But, Paul, give us an update. What did you feel as a South Carolina fan watching that game? Uh, well, I mean, from the start, it was just like, I don't know. It, the, at halftime, it was 13-6, so it was low scoring. And there wasn't, there wasn't a ton of bright spots. I mean, Feaster's touchdown run was, was great, but... That was really the only good thing. I mean, the offensive play calling is just stagnant right now. I feel like it's really just shotgun plays, you know, run pass option, typical, you know. Uh, they, they threw a lot of uh, horizontal throws. I wish they threw some more verticals. Yeah. you got a senior uh, but, quarterback. Yeah, but I'm, I can almost, I don't know, understand at least why they didn't give Bentley the reins. It's like, week one too, you know. Because when they did, then he just overthrew everybody and and throws picks, yeah. and it's and it's really just frustrating, you know. Speaking week of week one with his with his schedule, it's not looking great, good, you know, from here on out. But yeah, and you want South Carolina to do better? Do you want to let Bentley play his senior year? This will be his third year. Or do you want to move on to the backup, which a lot of South Carolina fans are calling for already, going into week two? Yeah. Giving up on Bentley. Well, I mean, there's the camp that are like, you know, bench Bentley, fire must champ. And <laughs> it's it's not really that, you know, black and white. There's a lot of a lot Can't of things be. that get involved with that because if you, you know, just for one, fire must champ to start it, at the after the first week of the season. There's no way that that can look good. Yeah, to, I to thought South Carolina national. looked good in the first quarter. Like I thought the first half, I thought South Carolina from... was going to win the game. Like, but I just knew I'm pessimistic a little bit. I understand because Clemson I, I it used to be this way with Clemson on like before the Dabo era, like you would be in games, but you knew we were gonna mess it up. Turn hence Clemson yeah. Clemsoning, you know. What's the term? I don't want to say game cocking. Uh, doesn't have the it doesn't, doesn't have the same jingle. I, I don't to it. I don't believe you should be Firing Muschamp, but, but I Bentley, do believe I Bentley to, is the time to if he'll, move on. Yeah, unless he has to see some sort of playing time against, against Coastal Carolina. Carolina. Yeah, I think Charleston he's going to get Southern. in second Charleston quarter. Southern. If yeah. not, they may flip flop opening drives. They may give Bentley first drive and then immediately try Helensky. Like when you have nothing to lose, that's when you see change. And like Clemson, 
we got rid of a starting quarterback in hey, Missouri. I mean, you know, if, if Alabama can bench their senior quarterback and get two of them, I mean, who, who exactly knows? We'll bench like, our senior quarterback? Who are you, Jake Bentley? <laughs> we'll see who's on the bench. You're not Stephen Garcia. Uh, speaking of Kelly Bryant at Missouri, we'll talk about uh, the rest of the SEC East. Bad weekend. Looking a little rough. Uh, Ole Miss lost to Memphis, but that being said, I think Memphis is a better team than Ole Miss, so a little understandable. But Missouri lost. But listen lost. to that statement. Memphis is a better team than Ole Miss. They are, though. Moving looking on. At, looking at them top to bottom, they are definitely a better team and played better yesterday. But Missouri traveled out to Wyoming, and there was a lot of hype behind them this year. And they lost. And it was really just because the defense couldn't stop the running game at all for Wyoming. Such a shame. I wanted Kelly Bryant to just have a good impact on this. He had a good impact in the game. He was two touchdowns, had like at least 200 yards, but but one interception. But You can't start the season with a loss to Wyoming when you're Missouri. Yeah, I was a little – as a – fan that wants the east to look good just like you like the acc to look good i would like the east to do well and missouri opening up with that loss does not bode well for the east especially seeing tennessee oh went out gosh. and lost to georgia state not close got beat by georgia state tennessee proving time and time again to be the most dysfunctional team in the sec <laughs> I thought it was strange too just like I was watching the press conference uh, after and you have Jeremy Pruitt sitting there and he's talking he says there's nowhere left to go but up and I'm like "That's isn't that the statement towards the end of the season? This is game one <laughs> yeah you know and that's it just seems strange to have to say that at guys game are making one. a lot of mistakes though it's rusty you gotta get in the flow of things football's gonna get better week to week tough, hopefully but some of the SEC did do well Auburn took care of business great game probably the best game of the weekend <laughs> took care of business barely got that win it was well, a good know. impressive game though Oregon's a strong team um, Oregon dominated the first half of that game really I wanted Oregon to win probably. I was hoping Oregon would take the win who doesn't like the Ducks <laughs> yeah um, but Auburn was able to. The defense kept wearing them down. Bo Nix making that last-second touchdown. Um, people are already talking about Bo Nix and the legend of Bo Nix. Cam Newton tweeted Bo Nix already, oh so there's your uh, national there's a lot champion of, quarterback. There's right a lot there. of hype around them this year, I feel like, all of a sudden. You know, I saw I saw a meme about Oregon. It said 1,000 uh, uniform combinations, zero titles. I did see that. That's... Mm. That's a good point. That hurts. That hurts. <laughs> mm. um, so with that be uh, speaking off going off of Oregon, still in the Pac-12, uh, Washington was able to get all the season start off right. Jacob Eason coming in out of Georgia, uh, able to now start as the quarterback. They looked really good beating Easter Washington. I think he had about four touchdowns in that opening game for Washington. Heavy competition, Eastern Washington. Yeah, not not the greatest competition. Uh, Justin Fields out of uh, transferring from Georgia, getting the immediate dogs. The, the dog, getting the immediate eligibility, uh, playing in Ohio State. <laughs> Uh, they he was playing against FAU, Flan, Florida Atlantic, and of course Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin. Oh man, uh, he's getting chubby. They, Did you see him? He, he's I mean, getting big, plump. 
enjoying his time down in Florida. Why not on the off season? Mm. Needs to get back in football shape, I oh, guess. Yeah, he's, he's living his <laughs> best life, coordinating. Um, I love FAU. That's my small school. On NCAA, I would always pick them and well, the, win back-to-back national championships. FAU didn't do bad either. They scored 21 points on the Ohio State defense that was supposed to be improved. and. Mm-hmm. Didn't look great, but Justin Fields, five touchdowns, played really Very well. Very impressive. How impressive. do you feel, Daniel? Um, uh, your quarterbacks from the dogs all over the uh, country so not I, <laughs> playing for Georgia. I don't mind them being out there doing well. I think it just bodes well for Jake, Jake from our guy at Georgia, just because they're out there doing that for these big-time teams, these uh, potential playoff contenders. But that being said, Jake Fromm was able to beat them out. It wasn't like they came in and Jake Fromm just never lost the job. There was quarterback competition, and Jake Fromm won the competition. Just to play off Georgia having quarterbacks doing well at other teams, Clemson's quarterback transfers did not have a good weekend. We already talked about Kelly Bryant. Hunter Johnson for Northwestern took the loss, didn't look good at all. So maybe Trevor Lawrence is... Our savior. Who knows? That's, Maybe we did. The grass wasn't so green. Looking at it now, after week one for Clemson and their transfer quarterbacks. Well, yeah, that's very. That's a good point. I and I definitely think if Georgia beat Vandy thirty uh, to six, defense looked really good. Jake from the offense did well at the beginning. Sort of slowed down. The play calling seemed to get a little more run oriented. Just sort of nurturing the win, um, and so. I think I was pretty. I, I don't. I think the grass was probably still greener on the side of Jake from personally. To, I think for, with him being there, um, and I think the offense definitely can get better, and they'll need to coming up with a game uh, with Notre Dame coming into Stanford Sanford Stadium in Week Four. Yeah, there's some there's some good matchups coming from the SEC teams. I'm ready for LSU Texas. LSU Texas A oh, and M versus Clemson next week. Also going to be a big game. Uh, see if the A&M can go in there and play like they did last year in Death Valley. If Clemson wins that game, outside Syracuse upsetting, they're probably going to go undefeated again. I would so, assume so, yeah. Here this is, is the big test. Clemson's test, week two, and then the season's over. Uh, yeah, and the only other team that people thought maybe always could potentially be good, they have talent all the time. Florida State would have potentially oh, competed with uh, Clemson for that uh, ACC title there. But uh, the problem would have been was starting out with a loss with Boise State at home. Yeah, um, you predicted Willie Taggart would be on the fly, didn't you, Dan? <laughs> I did, and I'm standing by it now. Yeah, that's a bad loss for Florida State. In a weekend where I want the SEC, the ACC teams to look good, the U and Florida State both fell flat on their face, well, kind of. Then I think with Florida State, one of the more surprising things is like it was supposed to be a neutral site game out in uh, Jacksonville when Boise State, because of her the hurricane coming in, Boise State then goes to Florida State. They change the time. It's a home game for the Knowles, and you can't no polish off the win. That fumble. They were leading. Oh my gosh. They were leading them and let Boise State come back eighteen points. It's very, very upsetting to see for Willie Taggart, I would expect, and uh, I would assume that fan base is pretty frustrated at this point. That fumble has turned into a meme, and Florida State's turning into a meme, too. (laughs) So that's not good. Not looking good for the ACC, exactly. Uh, Only other games really going on. There is an ACC game Monday, Notre Dame versus Louisville. 
Um, technically an ACC matchup because Notre Dame is in the ACC, has to play so many ACC games every year. I think this is a pretty easy win for Ian Book and the, the Fighting Irish. I think they're going to go into Louisville Stadium and the first-year head coach is not going to be really ready and they're going to be able to probably pile it on them a bit. Yeah, I think Lamar Jackson covered up a pretty bad Louisville team. Like, post-Teddy Bridgewater, Louisville's been a wreck. That's very... I think you're exactly right. Because... And he was the perfect player to do And they didn't even do that well under Lamar Jackson. No, it was very... uh, Like, seven and six seasons multiple times, I feel like. Um, So, yeah. And then the other matchup would be tonight, Oklahoma versus Houston. Really excited for this matchup. Uh, I think it's going to be really interesting to see. I think Jalen Hurts has a chance to be good, uh, but I think he's not exactly built for this type of offense under Lincoln Riley throwing the ball all the time. We'll have to see if he can actually uh, push the ball downfield. What if Nick Saban was just handicapping Jalen Hurts? Uh, What if he's got – what if they've worked on the release – he knows the offense, and they tailor it to him a certain way. I'm excited to see what happens. I think it's interesting, and I will say, the last game you saw him, he was able to polish off Georgia and finish up the SEC championship game for the win, and he was throwing balls on the run. He was he looked pristine like a passer, pushing the ball He looks in field. slow motion when but, he breaks out of the pocket. But I still think that offense depends on timing, timing, and getting that ball in a small, tight window a lot. And Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray, they were super quick with the release you know exactly and i also think this defense at houston sort of going to be ready for what oklahoma is going to be doing because you got dana holgerson coming in at first year head coach and he played was there for west virginia last year compet- competitive there um so i think he's sort of ready and knows what's going to be sort of coming obviously a couple new wrinkles with jalen hurts but it couldn't be too different it's lincoln riley's offense yeah so week one college football it's here it's back. Uh, so, big, excited with football being back. Uh, y'all, I hope y'all enjoy the week of football we got coming up. Um, NFL, college, enjoy your fantasy drafts. Listen to us. Subscribe on Spotify, Moody Sports with Dan and Zach. And, you know, just follow us, shout us out, tell your friends, tell everybody, tell your neighbors. We're on Twitter, Moody underscore sports. Thanks, guys. Moody Sports. We're out. Thank you.